Hello and welcome to a special birthday bonus episode of the She Reads Truth podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Bible-Williams. And I'm your other host, Rachel Myers. Y'all, I don't even know where to begin with my excitement. We are joined today by our friend, Emily Vogeltans from Illuminations. That name might not mean anything to you, but by the end of this half hour, I think that our friend Emily is going to teach you so much about something that is very near and dear to my heart and to Amanda's heart and to the mission of She Reads Truth and to your heart. I believe that. I do too. I'm watching you, Rachel. You are barely on your seat right now. She is literally (laughs) bouncing. Emily, we are clearly so excited that you're here. Thank you for joining us. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy to be here. And first of all, congratulations to you guys because 10 years, we're coming up on 10 years. Thanks be to God. Of She Reads Truth community in the Word of God together. Amazing. Amazing. And y'all listening, if you've listened to our podcast for really any length of time, you may have heard us use this sort of turn of phrase where we talk about that we support many organizations who reach the unreached with their first copies of Scripture, but the privilege that we have at She Reads Truth is to get the already reached to reach for their Bibles. That's Mm -hmm. the thing that we get to do every day, and so that's you guys. You guys are the ones that have—and I mean, what's the—do we know a stat? Like, what's the average number of Bibles in an American household? I don't know. I have probably five or six I have probably (laughs) more than that because, of course, we have many copies of the She Reads Truth Bible in my house, but it's a high number. Do a quick mental count as you're listening because it's probably more than one or at least one to a person. Mm -hmm. And as I like sit here, I feel sort of uniquely tied to that Great Commission moment where Jesus Mm. is with His disciples right before His ascension, and He's saying, like, take this message, take the gospel to all the world, to all nations, to the ends of the earth. And that commission was not just for His disciples. That commission is for every one of you listening, every one of us in this room. And y'all, the fact that you know that story is because you have Scripture in your language. Yeah. The fact mm. that we can talk about the Great Commission is because we've read it with our own mm. eyes, held it in our own hands. And I'm really excited, and we'll get into all the things, mm-hmm. but I want to tell you an important statistic, and I want you to place yourself there right now. Just based on listens of the She Reads Truth podcast, there will be about 50,000 of you who will download this episode this week alone. Mm. And we are going to ask you guys, I mean, I'll just come right out and say at the start of this episode, we're going to ask you guys to participate in the Great Commission in a really, really tangible, exciting way. Mm -hmm. At the end of this episode and throughout this episode, I want you already to be going, okay, what do I do? How do I participate? Emily, how many people have Mm -hmm. not been able to read the Great Commission in their own language? Or any other verse of Scripture. Or any other verse. Yeah, it's fascinating. I love what you said, first of all, that as listeners, people that are listening to this podcast right now, you likely love the Word of God, or you're at least very interested in the Word of God, as am I. I'm a Bible nerd. I love the Bible. (laughs) And I have five copies on my desk and one in my car, my car Bible. And if I don't have that, I have my phone. So (laughs) as English speakers, we have unprecedented access to Scripture. But you're right, that's not the reality for many, many people in the world. Mm -hmm. In fact, there's 3,700 people groups that have little to no access in their heart language, and 2,000 of those people groups have no scripture in their heart language at all, not even a single verse. They don't have Mm -hmm. Genesis 1 in the beginning. They don't have John 3.16, for God so loved the world, and anything in between. So I actually have here, you can't see because you're listening, but I brought for you guys this 
book that looks like a Bible. Yeah. It's bound mm-hmm. like a Bible. It's but so you, tiny. It is tiny, but uh, when you open the pages, they're blank. Okay. Because oh. it's a really good visual of what is the reality for about a billion people on earth today. Yes. Do not have scripture in their language. So, Rachel, do you remember... When we got on stage one time, we very rarely get on a stage, and this was years <laughs> we ago. We tried to avoid it at all costs. Years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, the She Reads Truth Bible was relatively new. Yeah. So new that when we left for this conference, this particular conference, one of us, I can't remember which one, grabbed what in publishing terms is called a dummy Bible. Mm. It's like where all the specs are in place, mm-hmm. but the printing is not in there. So it's like it has the right cover. It has the right embossing on the front. It has the right paper, but there's nothing in it. Mm -hmm. And we got up on stage and you opened (laughs) that Bible. I must have blocked this out. Yeah. It was one of the poppy Bibles (laughs) and you opened it and it was blank. And I was there too. And so we had another one. Right. And so we just kept, and I can't remember if we pointed it out. I think maybe we did because how do you not? I mean, probably the look on our faces was clear. But I remember us talking about it, and this is, you know, that was a funny conversation. Right. But we Oh, no had, problem. Let's grab our right, other copy. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. no big deal, right? Right. Yeah. right. But we have had many conversations, because Rachel and I have lived a lot of life together. We have had many conversations where we have looked at each other and said, I don't know yeah. how I would be standing up right now mm-hmm. were it not for the knowledge that I have of God through His Word and the special revelation of God through His Word. So when you say 2,000 people don't Mm -hmm. even... People People groups. groups. People groups. Millions and millions of people. Millions and millions of Mm -hmm. people don't even have a single verse in their Mm -hmm. heart language. When you say heart language, what does that mean? Is that just like the language they're most... Inclined to? It's the language of their heart, meaning it's the language that their mother would have spoken to them in their home. It's the language you think in, the language you dream in, the language you would pray in. It's the language that's nearest to your heart. And so, in a lot of that's hard for us English speakers, Mm -hmm. Americans specifically, that's hard for us to get our mind around. But in many places in the world, there's people groups that specifically have their own language. And so, professionally and socially, maybe their country has a national language. But in their homes and in their people groups and their communities, they have a specific language that is their heart language. I mean, it's kind of like when you and I open up a King James, we don't uh, we don't deeply connect with it always, sure, right? Uh-huh. You're like, hmm. But when I hear Psalm 23 in King James, true, yeah, yeah, there's like a like weightiness. Sure. There's a weightiness. But look, to it. maybe a good example. Tell me, Emily, my grandpa Marcel mm-hmm. grew up in Belgium mm-hmm. and moved immigrated to the United States at 18, but he didn't speak Belgian. He spoke Walloon. Mm-hmm. It was this dialect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would that be considered a yeah, heart language? That was his heart language. Okay. Yeah. So that's the way he Mm. thinks. I love this quote from, this was a guy named Kwame, a man named Kwame in Africa. His people group didn't have scripture in their heart language. And then he had come to know the Lord. But when he held the first copy of the New Testament, listen to his quote. He said, when the scripture was translated into my heart language, Jesus was no longer a stranger. He is now one of us. It's like he moved into the neighborhood. And I think that describes it so well, doesn't it? Can you imagine like reading those words and connecting to and understanding it? Mm -hmm. Um, It's powerful. I mean, I'm already tearing up. (laughs) This is going to be... I was getting emotional when you were telling the story about the empty Bible and like Mm -hmm. thanking God quietly to myself like... 
thank you that that is not our reality, mm-hmm. yeah. that an empty blank Bible is not yeah. our reality. And so you listening might go, okay, mm-hmm. we're aware of the issue. Mm-hmm. We didn't understand maybe the scale of yeah. the, you know, I like did I did not understand yeah. the number of 3,700 Part people groups, people yeah. groups languages. don't have complete Bibles. Mm-hmm. 2,000 people groups don't even have a single verse. Yep. So we didn't understand that. But when I first sat down with you, Emily, mm-hmm. back in the fall, and you know, I kind of said, oh, like Seed Company, like mm-hmm. um, Wycliffe. Like, there yeah. are scripture translation organizations that mm-hmm. are doing this work. Yeah. Tell me where Illuminations comes in. Yeah, you're right. So there are amazing organizations that are on the ground and have been faithfully translating scripture. I mean, these men and women, for some of them hundreds of years, these organizations mm. have been on the ground working to get scripture into one people's. translation at a time. Yep, one translation yeah. at Incredible. a time. And so, what happened was a few years ago, people started asking some questions and getting around the table together. And this unified kind of moment happened with several of the leading scripture translation organizations. And it came under this umbrella of illuminations. And they all came together and they said, we need to accelerate this process. So we need to have some collaboration for acceleration so we can speed up this process to get scripture to all people and ensure that everybody has access to the Bible alone. We're doing great. But together, we can go so much further, Mm. faster. And so that's when Illuminations was born. So it's 11 organizations. They're all linked arm working together. And the crazy part, guys, this blows my mind, that when this conversation started, these organizations were on track to translate all of Scripture, but it was going to take another 150 years. It was going to be 2,150 before oh every people group would Oh, that would sounds have. sci-fi territory. Isn't like, that I crazy? Yeah. I and just think, I mean, that, we're not talking numbers. We're talking about lives right. and souls and people. That's all that new would, people on the planet. Men, would, women, and children. Yes. Yes. That would never have access yes. to Scripture in their heart language. And so once these 11 groups got together and linked arms, it's a beautiful picture of the body of Christ working together. We've accelerated that process now mm. to be 2033 is our finish line Woo! date. Okay? That okay. makes me do Woo! like... Like in our actual lifetime. In our lifetime. So one thing I love to think about is the last Bible translator is alive in our generation right now. Wow, wow, wow. Think about that. I mean, you think about the scriptures and even like the words of Moses, the Old Testament, that's been around for thousands of years, right? Right. It's been passed down over the years. Yeah. And now here we are. In this last little hundred-year window, that is the generation that we're a part of right now. How like, do we get to be here? Not even a hundred years. Like these decades that we're standing in, we'll be the generation. We are the church. It makes me teary that we'll get to see this be completed in our lifetime. To the ends of the yeah. earth. So that's what Illuminations is. It's, it's a movement. It's all of us. It's everyone um, working together. It's the, the church. The yes. church. Like yes. all linking arms. Yeah supporting the men and the women in these organizations that have faithfully, some of them risking their lives to do this really important work. And it's like you said, Rachel, like this is, you know, as Bible readers, some of us for a lifetime, Mm -hmm. I know when you say the Great Commission, I know what that is and what that means. Mm -hmm. And it's go into all the world and make disciples, baptizing Mm -hmm. them in the name of the Father, Mm -hmm. um, baptizing them. Mm -hmm. I got too excited and Mm -hmm. spoke too quickly. Mm -hmm. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So Mm -hmm. that Great Commission, we think of it in missionary terms, Mm -hmm. right? Like in terms of going and telling the gospel. And that is Mm -hmm. what it is. Mm -hmm. Also, that is not limited to that scenario of 
you know, what we might put in the category of witnessing or Mm -hmm. traditional missionary work. It's also serving, loving our neighbors. Mm -hmm. It's living a life informed by the gospel and following in the way of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so I got so excited when we were having these conversations, because this is a lot. There are a lot of numbers, a lot of statistics, and it's a big Mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. Like the need feels very overwhelming if mm-hmm. I'm honest. Yeah. It feels achievable when mm-hmm. you explain to me how mm-hmm. the linking arms is happening. Yeah. But it feels overwhelming. But then Rachel, when you connected the dots for me to the Great Commission, mm-hmm. that gets me fired up. Yeah. Because the Great Commission on its own, if I can be so bold as to be honest, mm-hmm. feels a little intimidating to me. It feels Mm -hmm. a little scary Mm -hmm. because I grew up thinking about it as only one thing, Mm -hmm. and I didn't feel equipped to do that. Mm -hmm. Now, the Lord and I have worked on that, and I understand it more deeply now, but I also get very excited when there are things that I can do today, right Mm -hmm. now, in addition to using my words. Right, right. And that's where I, I mean, so this conversation I referenced yeah. back in the fall with you, Emily, I remember just kind of being like, well, well how do I help? What do yeah. I do? You know, yeah. like, and just getting excited. And here's y'all listening. This is what made me just like burn from the inside with excitement mm-hmm. because this is an invitation. Like, yeah. it's not like a, here's the thing that we're doing. We want to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not saying even, well, this is how much money it's going to take, and we're going to look for some huge donors to get these giant yeah. checks written, and you know what? It would take 100 really rich people to mm-hmm. make it happen. Mm-hmm. That's not the spirit of the Great mm-hmm. Commission. It's that we all participate in taking yeah. the Word to the ends of the earth. And so what I love about what Illuminations is doing is they are inviting the church to bring mm-hmm. the word forth. And they're not looking for, I mean, yeah, send mm-hmm. a big check. Absolutely, totally. because yeah. <laughs> the, this work costs money. And, I mean, you talk about a laborer being worth their wages. Like, this is the ultimate, yeah. this does cost money. Mm-hmm. But the invitation is for the church as a yeah. whole. And, like, these women who are in the word of God mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. in this feast of scripture, copies of scripture yeah. in their home, mm-hmm. on their phones, mm-hmm. anywhere they need it, you can ask Alexa to read you the scripture, Right. For us to get to participate in a really significant way in bringing Scripture to every language in our lifetime, I'm so grateful that y'all want quantity of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think about this is the kind of work that you're never going to meet the people yeah. that this impacts. Mm-hmm. This is kingdom work. This is eternal Until work. Glory. This is heaven yeah. work. This is what it looks like to store up your treasures in heaven is yes. to provide a path for people to hear and hold and see and learn yeah. the word of God in their own language. And it does. It does seem overwhelming when I'm like, there's a billion people. Like, that is right. so many people. It's so many people. But the neat part about the way the Illuminations has come around this to invite all people into the story, because yes, there are some high capacity donors out there that can and will continue to write big checks because it does. It takes a lot of need that. resources to make this happen. But if 1%, 1% of the American church mm-hmm. steps up and sponsors 12 verses, $35 is what we've kind of averaged out what one scripture would cost. If 1% of the American church would just step up and say, I want to be a part of this story, the financial side of this is done. Yeah. Which is like, wow. that kind of simplifies it, doesn't wow. it? Like, I want to be part of that 1%. Yeah. So, yeah. 1% sponsoring one verse per month 
for one year. Mm -hmm. Yep. We call it the 12 verse challenge. And that's like the simple terms. And that's what we're going to invite all the listeners to be a part of as well. But yeah, just the 12 verse challenge. Like, can you do that? Yeah. Yeah. $35 once a month. And so we had a conversation Mm -hmm. recently about, okay, how do we, Mm -hmm. we want to do this for our birthday. Amanda and I knew we like for our 10th birthday of being women in the word of the English translation for 10 years and beyond. How do we want to celebrate this with the community? This organization, Mm -hmm. this ministry began as a community, and we want to celebrate Mm -hmm. and give thanks and kind of return thanks as a community. And I love that language that you used, Emily. We want to store up our treasures in heaven, and we want to give thanks in that way. And so we were kind of going like, you know, what's our goal? It's good to set a goal. And, you know, knowing that outside of this podcast, we'll be sending you all emails and those kinds of things. It'll be on social media, but just podcast alone. We expect about 50,000 people to hear this invitation. And I know that Emily was kind of like, I'm a very like... (laughs) Listen, if you don't ask Rachel Myers to set a goal unless you are prepared to be challenged. Amen. Because this woman aims high. Yeah. In fact, I just said, y'all set a goal. I just need to pray about it. And I left the room and went to the restroom and came back in. And you were like, I prayed about it. I prayed about it. And I came back in the room and said, I expected you to pray about this like longer, but I just, I came back in the room. This is not the agreed upon goal. This is the Rachel Myers big, hairy, audacious goal. Listen, Can oh I share gosh. my goal? A little. Oh my oh, why not? Yes. Come on. Uh, and this is a little bit of uh, She Reads Truth behind the scenes because, <laughs> because very often we will have a goal and then we will have Rachel's goal. Yeah. And we often hit Rachel's goal. It's yeah. true. Well, yeah. the Lord is good. Uh-huh. So I didn't know this, but y'all had talked while I was in the restroom and Ryan, my mm-hmm. husband, had set a number. Mm-hmm. And I came back in the room. And I had nodded. I had said like, yeah, I think that's what I think too. And I came back in the room and I said, I think it's 5,000 people. I don't mm-hmm. want to set a financial goal, I want to set a participation goal. Mm -hmm. And that's 10% of y'all listening. So if you want to be not 1% of the church, y'all are already bought in. Yeah, Like we talk about like the, oh, it is 11 lepers, 10 lepers, 10 lepers. Be the one that comes back and says, thank you. Yes. Be mm-hmm. the one and like, be the one that says, yeah, I want to start my treasure in heaven. I want to participate in this. Mm-hmm. I understand I'm we're only halfway through this episode, and I'm already giving you guys the like <laughs> no, charge. But I want you to want to be the person who says, "Oh, thank you for inviting me into this. Mm-hmm. Count me in." So, what was your goal? Five thousand. Yeah, I want ten percent of the people listening to say, "Count me in." Yeah, let's bring scripture to the end of the earth in my lifetime. Yeah, no. five thousand. Now, now the on paper goal is one thousand mm-hmm. people. <laughs> yep. This this is so I'm over here, little faith, apparently. I'm like, let's start with a thousand. No, a listen, thousand people. Listen, Emily, hey, this also, this I'll just say this. This is the first time we've done a campaign like this, initiative like this, where it is just online. It's this community that we're not all in a room together. Right. Yeah. It's you guys are all in your homes, in your carpool lines, yeah. on your runs. Yeah. And so it is, we, Who I cannot knows? wait to see how the she's show they up. They always show up. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, they just, y'all are amazing. Y'all is like, you always blow our minds. You guys guys know because you've walked with us that this is not something that we do. This is really in our 10 years. We've done little things along Mm -hmm. the way. Most of the way we support other organizations is sort of internally and privately. But we've never done a huge ask like this, but it feels like the right time. And so that number, I don't know if I circled back and like closed that loop, but I came into the conference room and I said 5,000. And y'all looked at me and said, that's the number we said too. Mm -hmm. And so I understand that on paper, we're looking for a thousand people to participate. I think we're going to- Come on, big faith. Come on, big faith. Big faith. I'll just share this too. 
When I started on this journey and thinking about how to engage more women specifically into the story of illuminations, as I was praying on the top of my list, I was like, Lord, if I could somehow engage the She Reads Truth community into Mm. this story, that was my personal prayer. So just to be sitting here, like it makes me teary Mm -hmm. to know that God's already answering prayers, and I believe He's going to do something powerful through this Because these women, your women that you have helped raise up and disciple over these years, um, they love the Word of God, yeah. and we want this for all people. Yes. Yes. I mean, truly the story of how you and mm-hmm. I met, Emily, was you praying, mm-hmm. and you said, I'm not going to reach out. I didn't want to be the weirdo. Being you like, will hey. bring <laughs> them to me. And mm-hmm. I happened to meet a friend mm-hmm. last June, mm-hmm. and in the summer, she said, I want you to meet my friend. Mm -hmm. And she connected us and it was truly the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was just in no way man's effort. And so that is another reason that, yes, I'm bouncing in my seat. I am on the edge and my energy is high. What is God going to do? What is God going to do? Listen, this is our 10th birthday of She Reads Truth. And what you just said, Rachel, that is the She Reads Truth story. Mm -hmm. A lot of you already know this about She Reads Truth. But this community was not our idea. This community was the Lord's idea, Mm -hmm. and it grew out of a need. And we have spent the better part of 10 years trying to catch up (laughs) Mm -hmm. to what the Lord is already doing and what He is doing in the hearts of women and men and children and families Mm -hmm. around the world through She Mm -hmm. Reads Truth. And we have always said I mean, this is the perfect birthday present (laughs) because we've just always said like the mission is not women and she reads truth every day or men and he reads truth every day. The mission is women and men in the word of God every day. And if we really want to be about that mission on our Mm -hmm. 10th birthday, Mm -hmm. then we have to look up and look Mm -hmm. around and see that this thing that we have been doing together every day with a generous helping of grace days thrown in. Every day for 10 years, there are a bill. You just told me, I just had someone I trust Mm -hmm. look me in the eyes and say, there are a billion people who could not do that if they wanted to. And that cannot be okay with us. It Mm -hmm. just can't. Mm -hmm. We believe so deeply in the truth and authority and goodness of God's word Mm -hmm. that we want to invite you all to link arms. Yeah. Yeah with me and Rachel and Emily Mm -hmm. and with Illuminations Mm -hmm. and the 11 organizations that they represent and how many Bible translators? I mean, hundreds. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Of Bible translators. the world. I mean, this is the body of Christ. Yes, y'all. Okay, talk to us, for the nerds of us, the nerds Mm. among us, talk to us a little bit, Emily, about what it looks like to translate Mm -hmm. God's Word originally in Hebrew, originally in Greek, a little Mm -hmm. bit in the Aramaic, Mm -hmm. into a new language. Yeah, we're actually in the show notes going to put a little explainer video for the people that want to do a deep dive and kind of really understand it. But yeah, I love what you said, Amanda, because it's happening. Like Mm -hmm. scripture is being translated Mm -hmm. all over the world right now in, I mean, the far reaches of the world. My husband just got back from India two weeks ago, and um, he was meeting with some people on the ground there, ministry workers, and specifically in a group of people that are considered unreached in India. 
And he brought home one of the sweetest uh, souvenirs he could have brought me. He brought me a copy that had literally fresh off the press of the New Testament in their language for these people. I mean, you look at the the copyright date at the front, it says 2021, because it was just finished and translated. We're looking at this right now. Yeah, it's this book I've got in my hand. It's just, again, another picture of what's actually happening. So in these places, there's several steps. It's a multi-step process. It's a multi-year process. And we take it, obviously, very, very seriously, because it is the Word of God. And so we want to do it right and do it well. But you identify the people groups that don't have scripture in their language. Then you look and see, are there any churches that are already working among this people group, already sharing the truth and the gospel of Jesus, and they connect with them or ministries in that space? And then they highlight speakers, indigenous speakers. If there's experts in the language, they bring them on the team. There's a lot of training that goes on. And then the translation process starts. And so they don't just start in Genesis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might be thinking, where do they even start? Right, yeah. So they're not going to start in Genesis. They're going to look and see what Bible stories are going to impact this specific community the oh, most. Wow. And so um, that's going to look different depending on where you are in the world. A lot of times, though, I found this really fascinating. A lot of times they start with the Gospel of Luke because it coincides with the Jesus film, which if you don't know what the Jesus film is, for decades this film has been used to reach the unreached peoples of the world. It's a film about Jesus, and it walks you through the Gospel of Luke. And so they'll actually translate the Gospel of Luke and translate the script to the Jesus film so that can go ahead and get out into the community as quickly as possible. And so they don't wait till it's all beautifully bound and put together. They actually start Mm. exporting it as quickly as they can. And then it goes back and forth. They have outside experts that come in and check and double check and triple check. Then they send the scriptures back out into the community and make sure they get feedback like does it say what it's meant to say? Mm-hmm. One example that I always think is funny, like in some words, there's little nuances, right? And so sure. if you're telling the story about Jesus walking on water, if the words aren't right, it'll say Jesus went for a swim. That doesn't have Not the same, the same <laughs> message, right? It doesn't have the same power <laughs> that the scripture holds. So there's a lot of like careful work that these that. translators do in doing that work. So that's, that's high level. Did. That's a peak, but we'll add some yeah, other stuff. Yeah, go watch the video. There's yeah. a link in our mm-hmm. show notes, shereadstruth.com slash podcast, mm-hmm. where you can really dig in because it's fascinating. Fascinating, yeah. 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 I'm so excited about this, Emily. I just, I thank you for taking time, not just to have this conversation, but all the conversations that it took to get here, the ones you've had with us, and then just the way that you have been obedient to follow the Lord's leading. And we know what that feels like mm-hmm. to do something and be like, this feels bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> and, but you know what? It's bigger than all mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. yeah. And that is what the Lord does. Is yeah. He invites us in yeah. Yeah. to say the story is bigger than us is a vast understatement. Yeah. But it's also a story that is so intimately personal. Yeah. And it's for us, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. for His glory. And just what yeah. a sweet invitation. I love that. To get to extend to you all today. So with my big, hairy, audacious goal, Mm -hmm. which I want to just also say, this is my personality showing through probably a little bit, because even like 2033, Mm -hmm. I'm going, that's too long. Like, (laughs) it has to happen sooner. Are you busy next year? I struggle with with waiting. (laughs) And I appreciate what you said when you were like, no, we have to to do this right. Yeah. We want to go slow and take the time that it takes to do this well and to rightly handle the Mm -hmm. word of truth. So tell me, you know, if our our on-paper goal Mm -hmm. is a thousand 
men or women going, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the 12 verse challenge, which is to give $35 mm-hmm. a month for 12 months, for mm-hmm. one year, to translate 12 verses into a new language. Yep. Do that math for me. How many, how, mm. what, what can we get done? It's about a half a million dollars worth of translation out into the, the world. So what we're going to do, so we were talking about what should our goal be? Should we try to translate an entire Bible? What should we do? Right. And we're actually going to f- help fund what's called an all-access fund. So we're going to take all that is given, and we're going to mobilize that into projects that are already at work and try to finish off some stuff yes. that's happening, which yes, is please. really, really exciting. And so it's up to y'all. However far and however many of you want to join the 12 Verse Challenge and be a part of it, the more that we can do. Yeah. And again, the work is going to happen. This is just our privilege to get to be a part of it. It's an invitation. This isn't a guilt trip. This isn't... That's right. This is literally... I believe so much that God loves His Word. Yes. And He wants to see it go to all people. His heart is for the nations. It says that throughout Scripture, that His yes. heart is for the nations. The nations will surround the throne. Mm-hmm. Revelation speaks of it. Yeah. Every tribe, every tongue, every people bowing down. And so the work is going to happen. The question right. is, do you want to be a part do of it? Do you get to be a part of it? Do you want to have a little piece in this story that God is writing? So all the pieces are in place, and we've created these little bite-sized kind of portions for all of us, whether you're a mom right. or a teacher or maybe you're a teenager, no matter who you are, where you are, all of us can take a bite out of this and help carry this. I love that. So tell me this, if this message is resonating deeply Mm -hmm. with me, but I am not at a place where I am able to dedicate $35 a month, is there a place for me in this? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I think it's twofold. We'll have the link. It's 12vc.com slash she reads truth. You can go there if you want to do the 12 verse challenge, but also if it's just a one time gift and you're like, mm-hmm. I can give $5 today. Mm-hmm. Every little bit matters. But I'll I mean, also truly say this, every little every bit matters. Every little bit. Like, yes. honestly. Or there's people. Those are out words. There. Those are words. Yes. yes. And I mean, at the end of the day, I know there are people listening that could write huge checks for so much more. Maybe you're just being awakened to this for the first time. There's a place in the community for you as well. And we have seen God do incredible things and it's awesome. But I'll also say this, I think one of the beautiful parts about illuminations and the community that is being creative, all these people linking arms, is that it's inviting the whole church into it. You talked a little bit Mm -hmm. about that, but even if it's just prayerfully, Mm -hmm. that it's not this job for just a few wealthy, high-capacity donors, but it's for the church That's right. to lean in, like we talked about at the beginning of the Great Commission, but mm-hmm. to pray for these translators on the ground. Can I tell you a quick story about uh, one of the translators? Yeah. We recently met with, uh, we'll call her Mitra. She's from the Middle East. This beautiful woman who actually had to leave her country because she actually met Jesus, fell in love with Jesus, and came alive in the gospel, and her family was going to kill her. Her husband and family were all going to try to kill her, and so she had to escape. And now she's in a neighboring country as a refugee, and she is building churches among the people group that speak her language, and she is giving her life to translating the scripture. She's working on a language that is considered a waterfall language, that once that language is completed, then there's all these other languages that now open up that are easier to translate once this main language. And so she's working on that. And so I think about her like... That's like a face that I can Mm -hmm. think about when I think about the people on the ground. And so I want to be a part of her story as she's literally giving her life to this work. So if you've got $5 that you can give to that, or maybe it's just being on your knees committed to pray for a year for these translators, then do that. Every Mm -hmm. little piece matters. Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. 
I would love to read some truth to us as we close out. This is from Psalm 119. We did Mm -hmm. a study on Psalm 119 a year or so ago. It's been a while. And I didn't plan these beforehand, but it's, you know, this chapter of the Bible is so Mm -hmm. rich um, and talking about God's Word. So this is starting in verse 41. Let your faithful love come to me, Lord, your salvation as you promised. Then I can answer the one who taunts me, for I trust in your word. Never take the word of truth from my mouth, for I hope in your judgments. I will always obey your instruction forever and ever. I will walk freely in an open place because I study your precepts. I will speak of your decrees before kings and not be ashamed. I delight in your commands, which I love. I will lift up my hands to your commands, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. Remember your word to your servant. You have given me hope through it. Mm -hmm. This is my comfort and my affliction. Your promise has given me life. Amen. Amen. That is our prayer for our brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. who don't even know they're our brothers and sisters yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Lord, make it so. Emily, thank you for joining us. And friends listening, thank you for listening. I think about what we've just been invited into and this thing that has been this little fire that was lit in me decades ago, you know, to care about Scripture (laughs) and to be thankful for it for myself. And then, you know, as Sherry's Truth began to get the already reached, to reach for their Bibles that are already there. We are in a, we have this feast of God's bread of life, right? We have the Word in front of us, and yet we sometimes opt for fasting or famine. Mm-hmm. But that's what we do at Sherry's Truth. And for 10 years, we've gotten to feast on the Word of God. And let's invite more women to the feast, more men to the feast. And so, yes, one in 50 of us could participate, and we could get a 1,000 people to sign up, and I would just jump up and down and praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. But I, in faith, I would love to see one in 10 or more. Mm-hmm. You um, know our secret goal now. You know our secret yeah. goal. It's not <laughs> so go. secret anymore. I actually said our secret goal before I said our actual goal. And so here's the great thing. You will get to watch this ticker mm-hmm. tick. Yeah. And so this oh, is it's so satisfying. Our birthday is a week away. June 1st is our 10th birthday and we're launching this now as a campaign leading up to our birthday because mm-hmm. we want to celebrate more than just 10 years of women in the Word of God every day. We want to celebrate the gospel being taken to all the ends of the earth and that we got to be invited and to like do something about it. I mean, Rachel, this is changing the definition of women in the Word of God every day. Because it's Mm. not just English-speaking women. We're going to change what that means. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that website is 12vc.com slash shereadstruth. So that's the number 12, one, two, vc as in verse challenge mm-hmm. dot com slash she reads truth and we're going to be, be linking to this, this everywhere mm-hmm. in our show notes in probably our instagram profile like just anywhere we can get you all over to the click, place y'all we will be <laughs> click 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 and y'all i mean take the 12 verse challenge take the 24 verse challenge the 36 whether it's over multiple years or multiple verses Rachel per month would change yeah. the name of the she actual would. challenge yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking the 144-verse challenge, (laughs) 12 verses per month for a year. Let's go join us in... I'm just so thankful that y'all are, that we get to be part of the church. What a privilege. Yeah. What a privilege. Yeah. Yeah.
Emily, thank you for being here. guys. I'm so, so grateful. We are too. And Emily, we have four words that we say to conclude every podcast episode, even special bonus episodes. Mm -hmm. And boy, does it feel poignant today to, with gratitude, say, what do we tell our friends? Keep opening your Bibles.